Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Macklin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Four Habits of History Makers. In the 1990s, I was a senior pastor of a church, and I also became the youth pastor. We had something interesting going on. We didn't have a worship team, and so we played CDs and worshiped to them. And we had some great worship times. And one of the our favorite bands was Delirious. Did you feel the mountains tremble? Is a great song, but the song History Maker. We sang that regularly because it really was a song that spoke to our potential, spoke to who we were, our identity. It created big beliefs. We would sing as loud as we could. I'm going to be a history maker in this land. I'm going to be a speaker of truth to all mankind. I'm going to stand. I'm going to run into your arms. And I I just, it sparked something. And all of us have inside of us this belief and this dream and this awareness that we are created to change history. And whether we change history in a public way that people know about, or whether it's done behind the scenes through prayer, through encouragement, we are history makers. And even that song, I mean, it says, I'm going to be a history maker. I mean, with our understanding of identity and we maybe should have sung, I am a history maker, and I'm going to change the world. We love to talk about identity because we can't consistently do what we don't believe we are. Now, Daniel in the Old Testament was a history maker because he had good habits. Even in Daniel chapter 6, when he was threatened with being thrown into the lion's den, he did not stop his habits of prayer and thanksgiving, he opened the window, and uh, it was it was what he continued to do. And it says in Daniel six ten that he he prayed and gave thanksgiving, which was his custom since his early days. It was his custom since his early days. He had habits. He had customs. He had convictions. Now I'm going to talk today about Philippians chapter four and extract great four great habits, customs that the Apostle Paul had. And he wrote this out of jail, and so it wasn't a convenient time for him to live out what I'm going to share today as habits. You may feel like today, wow, Steve, this is a good message. I like this, but it's not a convenient time. (laughs) By the way, I did a great uh, podcast a few weeks ago about uh, it's it's never a convenient season. Let me just, before I get into Philippians 4, talk about our habits, our customs, our convictions, and just say this, that great people have great habits. People who are growing are convinced about certain things that they are to do daily, weekly, monthly, etc. I have somebody in my life that I pay money to when I don't do what I believe God's called me to do. It it can be as simple as 
writing 10 minutes a day or, or whatever. And I just, there's some convictions of what I believe that I'm supposed to do at least 10 minutes. By the way, once I write 10 minutes, I usually write more. And so if I don't do that, then I pay this person $3 for every day. I don't write three minutes or 10 minutes a day. And some of us just need to get more serious about what we're doing. It's never convenient. It never feels convenient to go to a higher level in these things. And, and somebody who's listening to me right now, you're getting sparked. And by the way, I celebrate progress, not perfection. I, I don't always do what I believe I'm going to do. And so I pay this person usually every week a certain amount of money. This week I paid $24 for things that I didn't do. But I'm okay with that because I'm growing. I'm, I'm stretching myself. I'm doing more than I did five years ago. I'm growing more. And so the, the, as we talk about this and we get into Philippians 4, it's one of the greatest chapters in the Bible. It's full of promises. And there's four habits I'm going to talk about that, that are going to help us be happy walk in victory, and be a history maker. Number one, they rejoice in the Lord. Number two, they combat worry with prayer and thanksgiving. Number three, they are intentional in their thinking. And number four, they believe God for provision in multiple areas of life. Now, the first is they rejoice in the Lord. This is a habit. Paul said in Philippians 4.4, 4, he said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, we may not rejoice in the Lord always, but we are building the muscle. We start rejoicing. Again, we celebrate progress, not perfection, in our rejoicing. And so as we think about this habit, we, we, the word rejoice, it means rejoice, stir it up. We intentionally stir up joy. We do what the psalmist did in Psalm 103, where he talked to his soul. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hey, soul, you're going to bless him. You're going to rejoice. I do believe that a perspective of joy and hope is the fruit of good beliefs. But there's times where we just need to tell ourselves, hey, rejoice. I say every week on this podcast, there's no convenient time to be radically joyful. And it says rejoice in the Lord. It's not positive thinking, but it's magnifying the Lord. I rejoice in him, who, what he's done, what Jesus has done, his promises, his goodness, always. It says rejoice in the Lord, always. And the rejoicer finds a way for it to become a lifestyle. Hey, here's an idea of how to increase rejoicing in the Lord. Set a timer or a reminder on your phone for several times a day to rejoice in the Lord. Second great habit is of history makers as they combat worry with prayer and thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This tells us, do not be anxious about anything. By the way, God never commands us to do something that 
we can't do. So it's a habit. We're developing the habit. We're building the, the muscle of not worrying. If you're worrying about something today, hey, uh, it's okay. Paul, later on in this chapter, chapter 4, 11 and 12, he says, I've learned to be content. If you're not fully content yet, you're learning. But we realize that anxiety, worry, is, it says, do not worry about anything or be anxious for nothing. It's, it's something that we can become. We can live in peace regardless. And then it says, we pour out our hearts to the Lord, prayer and supplication. Then it says, with thanksgiving. Now, this is the, the, the hinge of the verse. This is the key to living a life of less worry and eventually worry-free with thanksgiving, because the moment we start thanking God in prayer, the moment we start activating thanksgiving, thank you, Father, every area where we're tempted to worry about, start thanking God. Thank God for your past prayers that you've prayed in that area. Release your faith over that. Thank Him for who you are and make declarations of your biblical identity connected. Thank Him for His promises. Thank Him. With thanksgiving, most of my declarations Start, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that I can do all things through Christ. Thank you. This is going to be a powerful day. It's going to be the best day of my life. Thank you, Lord. You're working in my family. So good. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Whew. There, there's a peace we can access that will be supernatural and will seem illogical to the natural mind. Hey, here's an idea to increase this Thanksgiving. Every time you're tempted, to worry about something, immediately respond out loud or in your self-talk with thank you. Even right now, something that you're concerned about. You, you've, I'm sure you've already prayed about it. And just say thank you. Thank you, Father, you're working. Thank you for your promises. So good. Thirdly, third habit of history makers. I'm talking to history makers here. They are intentional in their thinking. Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about these things. Whoo! Finally, brothers, that Paul, you know, even though it's not the end of the chapter, it's the thoughts of, wow, he's talking about rejoicing. He's talking about not worrying about anything. And he says, finally, brother, here, here's what I'm going to let you know. This is something important. This is a key uh, that we can't just play defense in, in, in our lives. We, even with worry and things, we need to become offensive. We need to fill our minds with truth with good things and not just try to get rid of negative uh, emotions like fear and worry. And, and it says, after this, finally, if there's anything worthy of praise. Now, this is the last item in this list that we're intentionally to think about. It sets a high bar of what we're to focus on. If there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And even those words, think about these things. One of the greatest revelations we can receive is that we can choose what to prioritize in our thinking, or we can decide 
what to believe or we can decide what to think about something. This is powerful because, again, he says, think on these things. Set your mind. Colossians 3, 1, set your mind on things above. Have good mindsets. I've got a book called Victorious Mindsets, which will help in this. Now, here's an idea for how to increase intentionality in our thinking. Don't trust any belief, any conclusion, any thought that does not have hope attached to it. Because it's under the influence of a lie. So if you're thinking something that doesn't have hope attached to it, then there's a realization that we need to think something else. We need to change the channel in our self-talk. I could say more on that, but let's move on. We're talking today about four habits of history makers. (laughs) First, they rejoice in the Lord. It's a habit of rejoicing in the Lord. Secondly, they combat worry with prayer and thanksgiving. Thirdly, they are intentional in their thinking. And lastly, fourthly, they believe God for provision in multiple areas of life. Philippians 4.19, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I love this. Paul says, and my God. Listen, we have a personal relationship with, with God. This is a, a reminder. And I love that he says, and my God, uh, it, Paul's saying, and my personal relationship with God makes a difference in the lives of others. He says, my God, he's going to do it for you. Then he says, shall supply all your need. Our need is determined by our vision. The bigger our vision is, the greater our need. Again, we're talking about history makers. If our vision is to change the world, to go into all the world and make a difference, we have a lot of needs. And once we decide, he will provide. Once we say, I'm going to make a difference in this area of life, I'm going to make a difference. We we don't wait for provision to decide. And when, when, when we have a vision, then resources follow quality decisions. And then it says, according to his riches and glory. Our provision is not determined by our nation's economy, by who we know, or by how good we have performed. It is determined by God's riches in glory, and that's an infinite supply. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that your riches in glory, that you're meeting all of my needs. There's I don't need to just look at logical uh, sources of how you're going to meet my needs, how you're going to meet the listener's need right now. I say, thank you, Father, that you're meeting all of my emotional needs from your riches and glory, all of my uh, relational needs, all of my need for wisdom, my need for protection, my need of finances, my need of... uh, uh, of just what knowing what to do about what's going on in the world today. Thank you from your riches. You're meeting those. Wow. And here's an idea to increase the manifestation of provision. Make a list of non-obvious needs in your life. We think of this verse, I, I do at least, mainly for finances, but there's, again, I've just listed other needs. Make a list of non-obvious 
needs in your life and declare Philippians 4.19 over those needs. Wow. Great habits, four habits of history makers. They rejoice in the Lord. They combat worry with prayer and thanksgiving. They're intentional in their thinking. And they believe God for provision in multiple areas of life. These are great habits. Wow. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministry. Steve Backlund here. We are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes the future will be better than the present. And they have the power to help make it so. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength, Nehemiah 8.10. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Woohoo! Either we're, we're, we're battling physical tiredness, we have disappointments, there's, there's things happening in our relationships and family that we wish were different. We have personal weaknesses that we haven't fully seen the, the manifestation of victory in. We hear bad news in the media. And I've just realized this, it's never convenient. And I understand there's seasons of mourning. There's, we weep with those who weep. I get it. But if, if a lack of joy is a lifestyle, if it's a lifestyle, then I believe even today there's people getting freedom. Let's stir up, rejoice in the Lord always. We talked about that. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So let's stir up joy with thanksgiving. Focus on what more on what you have than don't have. Focus more on what God is doing than what you perceive He's not doing. Delight yourself in the Lord, Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. We delight before we see the desire manifest. We're delighting while we're still waiting for desires, prayers to be answered, prophetic destinies to be realized, dreams to happen. We delight because it's our strength, and it's part of soul prosperity. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? Hey, and if you'd like to sow a financial gift into Igniting Hope Ministries, you can go to Igniting Hope. We've got a brand new website. Check it out, ignitinghope.com, and you can click on Donate there. And if you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and sign up for our newsletter. You'll receive these uh, podcast blogs every week. Plus, you'll get to know about what we're doing, a couple things that are coming up very soon. March 2nd, we're starting our 40-day annual Negativity Fast, Positivity Feast. It's a great thing. We've got three levels. Starts with a free level and then two other levels for you to participate by yourself with somebody else or a small group. It is life-changing. If you're new to our ministry, if you're new to these messages on mind renewal, on joy and hope, that would be a great place to, to, to begin. And also, we're on April 29th and 30th here in Redding, California. My wife, Wendy, and I are doing a two-day Abounding Hope and Joy conference, two full days 
of teaching. We're going to give you our best teaching on that in a live setting. Hey, if you live out of the area and you've been thinking about hey, doing a, a road trip, then th we suggest that <laughs> to come. And we'll also have that available online as well. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin, I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.